This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to ODA's brand new podcast, Cultivating Convos. We're back with another episode. I am Megan Harshbarger, joined by my favorite partner in crime, Shelby Croft. <laughs> Partners in crime. I love it. Oh, my gosh, Megan, we have this is going to be a fun one today. I'm excited, I'm excited. about this. You know, we talk a lot about how. Um, people don't know everything we do here at ODA. And this is one area that I'm not sure everyone knows uh, that we have, which is um, the auctioneer program. And so joining us today is the auctioneer program manager, Donna Potter. Hello. Thanks for being here, Donna. We appreciate it. And we are honored to have Andy White with us. He is an auctioneer. And I have to say, Andy, you're pretty much the bomb when it comes to auctioneers. Good morning. <laughs> Good to be here. So I was I was reading a little bit about you. I see you're a former international auctioneer champion, a world livestock auctioneer champion, world wow. automotive automobile auctioneer champion. We have uh, I mean, auctioneer royalty on with us today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we're we're gonna we're gonna ask for a little a little taste of that later of what, what you actually do. But first we're we're gonna start out um uh and talk to Donna. Yeah, Donna, first, I guess, just for people who may not know, um, give us a quick overview of the auctioneer program. Okay. Um, Ohio's auction law went into effect in 1963. Um, it was previously with the Ohio Department of Commerce, Division of Real Estate and Professional Licensing. And then in 2001, the program was transferred to ODA. Um, so right now, um, I've been with the program since 2001. I am the auctioneer program manager. Um, I oversee everything. Um, I'm the chief cook and bottle washer, as they like to say. And um, we... Um, currently have just over 3,000 licensed auctioneers in the state of Ohio. All right. Thanks, Donna, for explaining that. And, and as we said, we have Andy with us, who is one of those auctioneers. And Andy, you actually have a background in both agriculture and auctioneering. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So, so as far as the auctioneering goes, I am a first-generation auctioneer. Um, went to Ohio State to be an agricultural educator uh, and socialized my way out. Um, but that that all derived from, um, you know, being active in our family farm and, and having a lot of passion for the agriculture, uh, you know, basically economy and, and everything that uh, is entailed with the lifestyle. Um, and, and after college, uh, really couldn't find uh, a niche that uh, that uh, fit what I was doing. And, and so um, ended up uh, found a pamphlet for an auction school. And that's what led me down that path. And kind of one of those uh, callings that you don't know why you're being led that way, but it was, it's, it's been a, a good ride the last uh, almost 20 years now. Yeah. You've got a great, a great background. And that brings me to my question to Donna. So what is the criteria to become an auctioneer? How does one do such? <laughs> um, 
in order to get your auctioneer license in Ohio, you actually have to first serve an apprenticeship, a uh, 12 months apprenticeship. During that time, you have to act as a bid caller in a minimum of 12 auctions under a sponsoring auctioneer. Um, you do have to attend an auction school. It's 80 hours. Some schools break it up, but it's usually in a 80 hour, two week block. And once you've passed your school, you can apply for your apprentice license. There is an exam for your apprentice license. And then once you get your license, you can actually start your apprenticeship. And then once you've completed the apprenticeship, you can apply for your auctioneer license. There is a written and a verbal examination that's given by the auction commission. They give the verbal exam. They're the licensed auctioneers. They're the experts. So they do the grading and um, observation on the verbal exam. Andy, I am really curious. How do you develop that ability <laughs> to speak that quickly, to keep up with the bids, to, you know, Talk to me about it when you're actually in there during the during the auction and, you know, the pressure of that. Um, you know, as far as developing, it's it's like any other uh, talent, um, any other gift, I would say. I mean, and in some people it comes a little bit more natural to than others. Um, but really what it comes down to is is practice. Um, you know, a professional golfer uh, is, is golfing all day, every day. And so if you want to be the, the best or if you want to be a good auctioneer, um, it's not just uh, coming to an auction and, and uh, at that point reacting to the pressures that come. It's, it's practicing every day, trying to put yourself in environments to where um, it does. It, it, it expands um, your comfort zone. Uh, that way, when you are put into a, a high pressure auction, uh, you can handle it. And, and the longer you're in this business and the more training you have and the more you're around, you know, good qualified professionals, um, the easier it becomes. And, and so the, the whole process slows down and, and you can actually feel the auction before it even starts to happen. You can you can see um, how it's going to play out, uh, you know, so to speak. Uh, you can see your interested parties long before they start to bid. Uh, and so the, the longer you're in this, it's just it's like any profession. Um, it just becomes a little bit easier. Uh, and, and the neat part is it, it's not mundane. You know, every auction is just a little bit different. So it's, it's really a, a fun occupation. Um, and, and it's one that's very, very rewarding the more you put into it. You know, Andy, you actually just brought something up that I wanted to ask you, um, talking about how every auction is different. You cover a lot of different areas, different kinds of auctions. Tell us, tell us how they differ. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm very blessed uh, to have a diverse portfolio. Um, this week, as I mentioned, I'm in Arizona with uh, the Barrett Jackson collector car auction. Um, and that's probably the highest um, stage or the pinnacle uh, in our profession. Um, it's also the most high pressure. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of bidders. There's a lot of people to watch. Um, it's fast paced. Uh, there's a lot of ringmen and there's just a lot to keep, you know, to keep track of. And, and they demand perfection and they deserve perfection. Um, so, you know, that's one that that, you know, when, when you go to auction school, it's the one you want to get to someday in your career. And, I, and I'm blessed to have done that. What I'm most passionate about is, is my home business. Um, and, and we sell a lot of real estate. We sell a lot of land. We sell, uh, you know, commercial properties, residential. And then we also have a uh, equipment facility. Um, so they're all just a little bit different. Um, and, I, and I love the fact that, you know, with all of them, uh, we have the ability to help people. Uh, we have the ability to, you know, one, whether it's settle an estate or two, whether it's a, a farmer that wants to upgrade his equipment. Um, you know, we have that ability to help them. Uh, and that's where, you know, being from Ohio and having the training that we're required to have, I think, is, is very beneficial because, you know, sellers deserve that. It's their one, maybe their one paycheck that's going to help them for the year, um, maybe get just a little bit ahead. Uh, and so it's it's very beneficial to us to be able to have uh, all those resources behind us to, to be able to do that for them. 
So Andy, I hate to do this to you, but could I hear a little example no. of what you sound like? <laughs> Not sure. well, you, know, you know, I was going to ask if you didn't ask. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is that's the one thing in auction school they told us. They said never sell for anybody. Make them come to an auction so they 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 can come to an auction, maybe buy something. But but yes, I can do that for you today. So maybe to get that kind of again, how many do who get five, ten, yeah, ten dollar, ten here, fifteen, fifteen, fifteen dollar, twenty dollar, five here, twenty five and thirty there, thirty dollar, five, thirty five dollar, forty, forty dollar, five here, forty five and fifty, fifty dollar, forty five dollars, said no sold, forty five dollars. That's wonderful. Wait, what what were we auctioning <laughs> off awesome. there? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. But but. Uh, yeah, no, that's what we've done the last 20 years as far as practice. It's uh, it's selling nothing to nobody, but so you're so you're ready for sale day. <laughs> okay, we were laughing about something prior to starting this recording. One of your kids tried to sell the other kid. Is that right? Auction them off? Uh, this has been quite a quite a number of years ago, but yes, um, they they uh, they were very much excited, but uh, to their dismay, we could not find a buyer to take them home. <laughs> I feel like I would have that problem too with my youngest. <laughs> oh, anything else you guys want to talk about that we didn't ask? What's going on in the auctioneer world right now? Well, I'll be very honest with you. You know, we've we've come through obviously an unprecedented year, um, and we've had to, to juke and jive, especially being in the live auction business, um, and a lot of different requirements that uh, that we needed to do with protocol that was put in place. Um, but I will tell you that across the board, whether it's, uh, you know, any agricultural product right now, whether it's uh, any real estate product, um, and even even where we're at today, uh, the market's never been as good as what it is. Um, there's a, our economy um, is is very vibrant. And, and I understand that's not that way clear across the country, but we're very blessed to be from Ohio. Um, and, and it's just been a very good year. Um, in, in really the auction world. Um, if you've got the product to sell, there's a lot of buyers for, for that product and, and the sellers have really um, seen, seen a reward on their product. Oh, well, that's, that's good to hear. Something yeah, positive great. to come out of the past year. That's great. Donna, do you have any parting thoughts? I just, um, there, there are a lot of options for sale method out there, and I think auctioneering is a fabulous method of sale. And um, I went to my first auction when I was, 10 years old and I fell in love with auctions and there's nothing like a live auction. You can go online and bid there's, but when you go to a sale, there's this, Andy can tell you, it's almost like his competition. I'm going to get this item. I want it and no one's going to outbid me. Some people get caught up in bidding fever, but it's, it's just fun and you can people watch and there is so many in a live auction. It's just, it's an amazing environment to be at and it's fun. It's a psychological event. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. Thank you both uh, for being here with us. It has been very educational and interesting, and we are so happy to bring some recognition to our auctioneer program. Yes, we really, we really, really appreciate it. Thanks for being a part of this. And uh, thank you, everyone out there who's continuing to listen. And we will see you back here next week on Cultivating Convos. See ya. Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.